We are on Daf Samachay Amar Aleph, but we're going to start from five lines uh, below on Daf Samach Talanoi Beis, five lines from the bottom. We learned. Every place where the rabbis forbade something, uh, lest people see it and think you're doing something wrong, even in the most private place, uh, it is still forbidden. No, we don't say, oh, since nobody's looking, we don't have to worry about it. No, he said that even when I'm completely alone, I, I have to still uh, not do what the rabbi said I shouldn't do, lest people see and think I'm doing the wrong thing. So, Tanan, so the Gemara says, uh, I have a problem. Tanan, one second, didn't we learn? Didn't we learn? We, we learned that a, that a donkey can't go out in the public domain with a bell, even though, even though it's stuffed up, it's stoppered up so it won't, it won't ring. Why? Because remember, because it looks like he's taking it to the market to sell it. But Tanya Idach, and we learned, uh, so that's one way, we learned the other way, but you, he's able to he's able to stop up a bell around its neck, and he can walk with it in the courtyard. So you see in a private place where nobody's looking, we're not worried about it. The reason we don't pick a bell is that he shouldn't look, he's taking it to market. Yeah, when he's in a private place, he's allowed to do it. So you see, Akasha to Rabbi you see that even in a private place, we can do what the rabbi said I shouldn't do, lest people think I'm doing the wrong thing. No, it's a machlokas tanaim. That is an argument of the tan of the tanaim. Let's take a look and see, okay? Because we learned, let's say somebody's garment uh, got wet. Tanaim, we learned the tanya. Pardon me, we learned in a brisa. Let's say somebody's clothing got wet in the rain, so he wants to dry them. So first we learned the first opinion is what that he can he can he can spread them out in the sun. but not in front of other people. So that's the first opinion. You see, you see that he can't do it lest people think that he washed on Shabbos. forbid. So the first opinion holds what that he can do it in private, but he can't do it in public. So you see that we don't worry about Marasayan in private. Yet they say it's forbidden even in the private place. He can't put out his clothing to dry lest people think that he that he washed the clothes on Shabbos, even though there's nobody looking. Aye. So therefore, we see that it's machlokas tanoim. So the same thing, Rehudamarab is like we're less of Shimon. And the other Bryce that we learned that said that you could walk, that you could take out the donkey with the bell in a private place, that was according to the Tanakama of this Bryce. Okay, we learned for the woman can go out on Shabbos, Moksha Basa. She can go out with a, with a packing of a cloth packing in her ear. Tanarabi Echeska, he says, for who that is on condition, Shakasha Basna. It has to be that she tied it to her ear, lest we're afraid that it's going to fall out and she's going to come to carry it. The same thing, we learned that she can go out with packing with the, with the cloth cushion in her in her sandal. Tanarabi Echeska, for who Shakasha Labasandal. That's on condition that it's tied to her sandal. Ah, we learned also she can go out with the cloth that she prepared to uh, to protect her from her menstrual flow. Look, the same thing, that if she puts this uh, cloth to protect her from her period, then it also has to be tied, otherwise she's not allowed to go out. The Rabbah says, no, even though she, it's not tied to her, she's allowed to go out. Why? The mice, because it's disgusting. She's not going to come to carry it. If it falls down, she's not going to pick it up. What's the whole problem with all these things? Really? She's allowed to go out with them. We're afraid they're going to fall. She's going to carry it. If this falls, she's not going to pick it. She's not going to. We don't afraid. We don't expect her to uh, to pick it up. Um, 
Itmar Nami, we also learned in the support of this. Amr Abdachim Bar Oshi, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Asala Beis Yad. Pardon me, I'm sorry, I, I skipped. Okay, so that's what he said. So she's not going to pick it up. Boimine Rabbi Yemi Rabbi Abba. So Yemi asked the question to Rabbi Abba. Asala Beis Yad. What's the rule if she made a handle? Now it's somewhat less disgusting. She has a handle to grab with. Are we worried now that that if it falls down, she'll pick it up and she can't go out with it on Shabbos? Amr Lei says he says Amr Lei Mutter. He said no. It's it's uh, it's also the same thing. It's still considered disgusting. Even if it has a handle, she's not going to pick it up. If Manami, we learned in support of this. Amar of Nachman Bar Oshi, Amar of Yochanan, also the Beisiad Mutter. If she made a handle for it, no, even though she made a handle for it, it's still permitted for her to go out with it on Shabbos. If it falls down, she's not going to pick it up. It's still it's still ichi. It's still disgusting, and she's not going to pick it up even with a handle. Rabbi Yochanan Nafig Buhu Lebeimidrasha. We're going to take one simple explanation. The Rashi has more than one. If Rabbi Yochanan went to the base Medrash with uh, cloth, you know, padding in his ear. He had a lot of, uh, he, 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 something was coming out of his ear. He, okay, so, he went to the base medrash through the Rishus Arabim. And his colleagues disagreed with him. We'll see in a minute. Yana went out to a rabbinic domain, which really it's not forbidden from the Torah, but for the rabbis are forbidden to carry. All his generation, everybody disagreed with him. There's no difference in the decree between the public domain and the, uh, from the Torah and the rabbinic domain from the rabbis. He can't go out. One second. How did how did Rabbi Yochanan go to the base medrash with the with this uh, um, cloth cushion in his ear? Um, we didn't. We learned that the woman can only go. The, the woman can only go out when it's tied. How did he go out with it untied? The Gemara says, "Lo kasha." It's not a problem. When did Rabbi Yochanan go out without it being tied? Because it was it was tightly stuck into his ear. It wasn't going to fall down. And when we said that the woman has to tie it to her ear, it's when it's when it's not tightly stuck in. When it's when it's tightly stuck in, we don't have the requirement of tying it to the ear. We're not afraid it's going to fall. We said the girl can go out with pepper in her mouth or with a or with a grain of salt. The the pepper is to is to is to counteract bad smell in the mouth. Galgalmelech, what is this? Uh, the 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 um, grain of salt they take away the pain of the teeth. Both of these are some are medicinal. And we said everything she puts in her mouth. What what are okay? What are those things? Zangvila that's talking about uh, ginger, inami, tartsona, or it's talking about cinnamon. We learn shenta teva shel zahav. If she had a, an artificial tooth made out of gold, Rabbi Matev Chachamos and Rabbi says it's okay to go out with it, and the rabbis aser it. Am Rabbi Zera lo shanu ela shel zahav. Rabbi Zera says that the whole argument is only by gold. Why? Because by gold, the rabbis are fate. Since it's valuable, she'll take it out and and she'll take it out and show it. And Rabbi and uh, and uh, and Rabbi says it's no problem. Uh, why is that? Uh, when it comes to silver, everybody holds it as mutter because it's not so valuable, so everybody holds that she's definitely not going to take it out. We also learned in support of this, when it comes to silver artificial tooth, everyone agrees that it's permissible. When it comes to gold, that's where there's an argument. Rabbi Matir, Rabbi says she's allowed to go out with it. Now, what was the reason that Rabbi said she can go out? Because he, because he feels that she, she even as much as she might want to show it to her friend, why is he not a afraid of her taking out the gold tooth because she's going to show that she's missing a tooth. Anything that's unpraiseworthy, we're not afraid of it. Anything that's going to show something unpraiseworthy about a person, if they take it out to show, we're not afraid they're going to take it out to show and therefore not afraid they're going to carry it and therefore there's no problem for them to uh, wear it in the public domain. 
Amar Abaya uh, said, Rebbe, Rebbe, what we just discussed, Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon Lazar, and Rebbe Shimon Lazar, all these three Kulus Fiyalu, they all have the same opinion. The Kol Midi, the Megan Yabe, Lo anything that, that's unpraiseworthy about a person that's going to reflect Bail in a person, we're not afraid that they're going to take it out and they're, and they're not going to come to carry it. Rabbi, okay, hold on. And Rebbe, we see, where do we know that from what we just saw? He says he's not afraid he's going to take out the artificial gold tooth because it's not going to be, it's going to be. And reflect badly on if they see without a tooth. Rabbi Lazar says what? The Tanya says Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar, the Tanya. What do you see? Rabbi Lazar holds the same principle because we learned Rabbi Lazar poter bechavelas of sukkah shapal yotam. Remember, Rabbi Lazar said that it's completely from the outset. It's completely mutter for women to go out with a pendant filled with uh, with a sweet smelling spice, with the good perfume spices, uh, or with a flask of balsam oil. Why? Because these things make her smell good. And if she takes them off to show them or whatever it is, she's gonna, it's going to show that she smells bad. We don't worry about it. She's let it go out of the Machavas. Rabbi Shimon and Lazar, where's we see Rabbi Shimon and Lazar holds the same principle? The Tanya, because we learn, Klala, Rabbi Shimon and Lazar, Koshu Lamata Menasavacha, everything that's under the woman's hat, any kind of decorations that are under it, and she'd have to lift up her hat to take them off, to show them, Yotzeba, she can go out. Why? Because she's not going to take, she's not going to show anything that she can have to show, reflect badly on herself by uncovering her hair. However, in that same principle that he continued, he said, but anything that's above her head covering any else, she can't go out. Because then, obviously, she's not going to be, it's not going to be reflect badly on her when she takes it off to show it, and therefore afraid that she's going to carry it, and therefore she's not allowed to go out. Mishnah, we learned in the Mishnah, uh, a new Mishnah. Yotza Besela Shalatzina. She's allowed to go out with a coin that's on an injury on the bottom of her foot. We'll see what that means. We'll see what's going on in a minute. Habanos Ketanos, the young girls, Yotzos Bechutin, they're able to go out with the with the with the strings in her ear in their ears. Afila Bekisamishwa's name or even with the or even with the wood splinters in her ear. What happened was when they were young, they would already pierce their ears, but they weren't old enough to get earrings, but they didn't want the ear they didn't want the ear holes to close, so they would put Put strings in them, or little chips of little splinters of wood, uh, and she's allowed to go out. Arvios, arvios, they're not jewelry. Arvios yotzos ulos. The Arab women uh, could, or, or no, it's really, it's really Jewish women who live in Arab countries. Yotzos ulos. They can go out with their head covered. They used to cover their head and only show their eyes. Umadios and and Jewish women who live in Madai, they can go out pufos. The way they do it, they would, they would, they would close their cape. By hat, they had like they would have a they would have a, 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 a like a string coming out on one side, and the other side they would put under the cloak they would put a stone or they would put a nut, and then they would wrap the wrap, they would wrap it around that protrusion in the cloth. And that's how it would close. So they can go out proofos. That's called proofos. They can go out fastened this way. Bechol adam, and the truth is that's really anybody can go out uh, uh, can go out that way. El But the rabbis were just speaking the normal case. That's what that was the normal case that they knew that women who lived in these countries used to behave that way. Then we have a very funny word. We have porefes ala eben A woman can fasten her cloak the way we just said on a stone or on a nut or on a coin. On condition that that she doesn't do that fastening on Shabbos, which almost seems to contradict what we learned before. And the Gemara is going to point it out. My tzinis, what is the tzinis? We said she can go with the corner on the tzinis. Bas ara. That really means what? That's a that's a um, it's a injury. On the bottom of her foot, and she she it's a way of healing it by putting the coin under it. Now the Gemara wants to know what's exactly the value of this coin. Why do you have to use a coin? If you say anything that's hard, that's firm, is gonna is going to is going to uh, be good for her. 
uh, says, she could have well, just as well have done it with, she could have let her do it with, uh, with a piece of uh, pottery. Okay, you want to say no, because somehow by putting the metal on it, it makes a liquid come out, it makes a moisture, and somehow that is healing to the, to the that's healing. Then you don't need a coin, you don't need a stamped coin, you just need a piece of metal. Let's say any piece of metal. Okay, elamishum so you want to say what? That there's some medicinal value in the fact that the coin has an image uh, in, uh, engraved on it. Levitabapulso, then let her make a wooden uh, a wooden disc, let's say, with an image on it. Here we hear that since any of these one, three things could be done with something different than the coin, and the Mishnah specified a coin, it must be what? That you need all, all these three things are, are, are what help the person. Uh, and that's why, that's why it was specifically a coin that they would tie on uh, rather than these other things. Why? Because it's hard and it's protective, like we said. It also brings out moisture, and also it has the uh, engraving on it. We said that the young girls can go out with strings in their ears. What is it? Shmuel did not let his, his daughters, his young girls, go out with these strings. I, why not? We'll see in a minute. Nor would he let them uh, rub themselves against each other. Um, that was uh, they did it for erotic purposes. Okay, and he also another thing he did was he made them mikvos in the time of Nisan, which was the end of the uh, 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 when it was uh, after when it was very rainy in Eretz Israel, and we'll see that the, that the Euphrates would be filled up with rainwater. He would make them go on a mikvah, and he would he would make mikvos them, not let them uh, immerse themselves in the Euphrates. Tishrei, and she and he would make when the days of Tishrei, when it, when he would let them go into the Euphrates to Tovel to immerse themselves, he would make them mats to protect their feet from the mud, so the mud wouldn't be an intervening substance. Uh, the bottom of the river would be an intervening substance between them and the water and disqualify their immersion. Okay, so the Gemara wants to know. He wouldn't let them go out with these. Um, to go out with these strings, what do we just learned in the mission that the young girls can go out with the strings in their ears to keep the holes from closing? It's a normal part of their uh, clothing. He says, I'll tell you why, because over there they had colored ones. Now we're afraid they're going to take off. Those were, those were actually like kind of like jewelry, maybe very low grade, but still jewelry. So they're afraid they're going to take them off. I didn't let them rub against each other and to sleep together. So maybe this is this in support of what Ravuna held? Ravuna, Ravuna said, Nashima Actually, you know what? I actually, I'm sorry. You know, I I actually uh, jumped the gun here. He didn't let them sleep together. I'm sorry. He didn't let them sleep together. Period. Now we want to know what's the reason. I'm sorry. I said before it's erotic purposes. We're gonna, now we're going to see for erotic purposes. He didn't let he didn't let them he didn't let them uh, sleep together. That's the whole point. He, I'm, I'm sorry. That's all. He didn't let them sleep together when they were young girls. Now, so the Gemara says, "I Maybe this is support of Huna. Huna, Huna said, When women rub themselves against each other, I'm sorry, I, I mistranslated before. He didn't let the girls sleep together. Why is that? Now we're going to say maybe that's a, that support that's in support of what Rav Huna said that women who rub themselves against each other for erotic purposes, he said, "Pesulos, they are disqualified the Kuna. They're not allowed to live uh, with really with the Kohen Gadol. Kohen Gadol has to have." 
become a virgin. These women, even though they're not physically un- non-virgins, but it's it's unpleasant, and rabbinically, they're considered like non-virgins. So since this was such a negative thing, he didn't let them sleep together, lest they come to uh, to behave in this uh, uh, wrong fashion. Gemara says, no, it doesn't mean he supports it. Maybe he doesn't agree with that opinion. Maybe so long as women so long as women are not physically non-virgins, they're per- per- permissible to the Kohen Gadol, even if they did have, even if they uh, did act erotically with By me, it went out for a second, sorry. Anyway, so he was afraid that the rainwater, we're going to see that they have a problem that the rainwater overcomes the, the spring water, and really, and it's flowing, and therefore it's supposed to be spring, it's supposed to, it really is rainwater, which is not allowed to be flowing, but it looks like spring water, and it's flowing, but the problem is it's rainwater, and therefore the immersion is invalid. Therefore, in the, in the, in the rainy time, he, he made mikvahs for them and didn't let them go into the Euphrates because it was disqualified as, as a spring. And no, it wasn't the spring, it was really rainwater, and it was flowing, which made it disqualified as a mikvah. Okay, so the Messai Leila Rav, this is going to support Rav Damra, the Rav, Mitchum Rav, Sahad Rav Pras. He said, the rain in the, when it rains in the, in the Eretz Yisrael, when there's a good rain in Eretz Yisrael, so the Euphrates, which flows flows to Bavel, Sada Rabba Pras. The Euphrates is a great witness. The Euphrates, when it swells up, everybody in Bavel knows and is happy that it's raining in Eretz Israel. So Savar, what did he hold? Shema Yirbu Hanotfim. Maybe the, maybe the rain that falls, the falling water, He's afraid that the water that falls is going to outnumber, is going to is outnumber, the numerically outnumber the water that is flowing. And therefore, this what's supposed to be a river or a spring is really what? Is rainwater and has to be gathered and not flowing in order for the, for the immersion to be good. So and therefore that's why he did, therefore in the rainy season he didn't let them tovel themselves in the in the Euphrates. And this was an argument with Shmuel, Dumber Shmuel. Shmuel said, Nahara He said, rivers, no matter what, they are always replenished from their bedrock, from their stone, from the bottom they come up, and you don't have to worry about the rain. And that point of Shmuel itself argues with Shmuel himself. You see, Shmuel doesn't really hold that way. Dumber Shmuel, Shmuel said, and Amayim Atarim he says, he says, he says, he says, he says, he says Ella the water does not it does not uh, the, of the river does not uh, does not uh, take away the tumor does not purify a person when they immerse when it's flowing it's only the river Euphrates in the days of Tishrei here at the end of the dry time then you can rely on the Euphrates but really during the during the wet time you can't rely on it so he himself contradicted himself anyway we understood simply uh, we, we understood simply um, what he said. We learned in the Mishnah that the woman can fasten her cape or garment on the stone, etc. Okay, but it said, but she shouldn't do it. She can't do it from the outset. On she can't do it from the outset on Shabbos. So it's so contradictory. First, he told me what. He told me that she can, and from the outset on Shabbos, she can she can clasp her cloak this way around this nutter, etc. Whatever it is. How did you tell me afterwards? You can't do it from the outset on Shabbos. It's a self contradiction. says no way. The end was only talking about the coin. Coins are different than stones. And what is this? Simply that 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 a coin is so muktzah, simply that by simply saying, oh, I'm going to use it, I'm going to use it for, um, you know, for a fastener, it doesn't turn into that. If you haven't fastened it before Shabbos, it doesn't turn into something that's not muktzah and it remains muktzah. Dafka, the coin. Stones are easier. A stone, if you, if you uh, said you're going to use it already, even if you didn't use it, it's good enough and you can do it on Shabbos. So we're really speaking about a coin, specifically a coin, which is so muktzah that you can't use it for the first time on Shabbos. Okay, we have a new problem, and that is 
if a person is, since we know that a person can use a nut, etc., all these things as a clasp, and it's not called carrying, what if the person really does want to carry? Do we say that since it's, since it's a clasp, it's fine? Or do we say no? If we, since their purpose is to carry, we're afraid that there another occasion they'll carry when it's really called carrying, and we have to forbid them. And we have to forbid it. Baya, baya, baya is this question. Is a woman, is, what is the law, he says, that a woman will do a trick and she will clasp her cloak with a nut in order to take it out to the public domain for her young son on Shabbos. No, she, her real, she, on the one hand, the nut, like we said, is a class. On the other hand, she's trying to do a trick. Maybe we have to be afraid that on other occasions she'll take, uh, she'll take, uh, she'll take carrying lightly and do the wrong thing. And you can ask this question both according to the opinion that we're going to discuss in a minute that says you're allowed to do a trick on Shabbos. And you can do it according to the one who said, and, and we have also the same question, even uh, also according to the one who says that you can't do a trick on Shabbos. Later on, we have, uh, we have the, the following argument. On Shabbos, when there's a fire, the rabbis know that if we don't allow people to save some things, they could become so uh, desperate that they'll put out the fire. So the rabbis allowed them under special circumstances. When it came to clothing, the rabbi said you can take clothing out of the house to the courtyard on condition that you wear it. Okay, that'll that'll slow the person down. And we have an argument. Can a person, if they once they're allowed to save the clothing by wearing it, can they only wear one suit at a time? Or can they put on several suits of clothing at once in order to save it? One opinion is yes, and one opinion is no. So the Gemara says according to either opinion, even according to the opinion that says yes, you can do a trick and wear several pieces of several suits of clothing at once. We're still not sure if here the woman can use the nut as a clay as a class to take it to her son. And also, according to the opinion, it says that you can't do a trick on Shabbos. You can only wear one suit of clothing at a time. We still it might be that over here you can use the nut uh, as a clasp in order to do a trick and take it out to the young child. Why is that? You can ask this question according to the one who holds you can do a trick when it comes to a fire here. When it comes to the fire, you're allowed to put in several suits of clothing at once and take it out. You know why? Because I'll tell you why over there it's not. There's a special reason why you would be allowed. Hasam who that is specifically there that you're allowed to do it. lay atila kabuya. Because over there we're afraid if you don't let the person, like we said, if you don't let the person uh, save their clothing, they're going to be, be so, they're going to be so desperate they're going to put out the fire. Over here it's not true. It's not so desperate. It's not such a desperate thing to bring a nut to a kid. And therefore, we, if we say we don't let her, we're not afraid that she's going to that she's going to out and out carry it. So therefore, we're not sure. There's no reason to say because you can do it there, you can do it here, and here we can say maybe we shouldn't let her do it Less on another occasion, she'll uh, take carrying lightly. And the same thing, over, I, even according to, or I can say the other way, even according to the one who says that you can't do a trick by, by, by taking the clothing out of the fire, over here maybe you can do a trick. Why? Over there, there is a normal way of carrying that way. Even though most people don't wear several suits of clothing at once to, to transport them, but merchants do, and they have to carry the mer- merchandise from one place to another, they'll put on several suits of clothing at once. And therefore, the woman will think of this as a normal way of carrying. And therefore, over there we say you can't do a trick. Why? But not a woman. Therefore, you can't do the trick over there because you let the person put on several suits of clothing. Since it's a normal way of carrying, in another occasion, they'll really come to carry because they think they're carrying now. But over here, it's not normal. Nobody nobody transports knots by using them as a clasp in a cloak. And therefore, even if I, if I let the woman do it, I'm not afraid, oh, in another occasion she'll say, oh, I carried then. Somehow she'll she'll be lenient about carrying. I should say that it's fine. And therefore, according to either of the opinions uh, later on, I'm not sure whether I can do the trick here or not. And the Gemara says, Teku, let it stand. It remains a draw. Thank you and good morning.